0: It's Honorado and Company. What's up, everybody? Chris Honorado, Ashley Miller on News Channel 13's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. I did that in a weird order. This yeah, year. that's that's why. an
1: unusual order for you.
0: Yeah. Also on TV, Saturday nights, 6 o'clock on my four Sunday mornings, 6 o'clock on News Channel 13. Hi, Ash.
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: I'm ready for a good show here. I'm ready to talk about some weather. This is our, our news director would through the roof with this well, a then meteorologist he better be watching. on Honorado and Company with feet of snow predicted I mean, for the Buffalo area ahead of a game against the Browns. Let's go.
2: honorado and company brought to you by alpenhouse
3: Love
0: well, the people up at alpenhouse andy heck and katie osborne three shows from alpenhouse coming in the month of December for Honorado and company. It's going to be a, a big month of December. All right, Ash, let's not waste any time here. The The weather is the topic of the week as the Bills try to get a home game in against the Cleveland Browns with snow, lake effect snow, headed to Buffalo. I Island. saw a
1: map this morning, and I looked at it twice because the the red was so dark that it was almost black. There's a black hole over Buffalo.
0: Here's what I want to know. We've heard two feet. We've heard three feet. I heard on the wow. radio that it could go to six feet. Uh, this right, is I insane. That. I, I know, but that this is why yeah. I said to Neil Astano, hey, can you pop on Owen and, and let's just do something about the storm that's that's headed to Buffalo. And so meteorologist right, right. Neil Astano is with us here this week on Owen and co Now, a reminder to all of our viewers on TV, this is live streamed every Thursday morning. So- right. I don't know if the model shifts much, Neil, between now and Saturday or Sunday or when the snowfall starts and ends, but let's get into it for our live audience here in terms of what Buffalo is expecting.
2: Well, yeah, here we are Thursday morning, and yeah, a lot can change, but it does look like portions of western New York will see some possibly historic snowfall across the area, and that's saying something when it comes to Buffalo snow, right? Well, the setup is we're early in the season. And it's been pretty mild so far this this fall, right? The first half yep. of November, we had 70 degree temperatures on multiple days. So the Great Lakes haven't cooled down as much as they normally would. Hmm. So that adds a lot of instability to the atmosphere. You get that warmer water, and the, the cold air moving over it, and we have that instability. And that's what creates the lake effect snow. And typically earlier in the winter, we'll tend to get the heavier lake effect snow because of that difference okay. of the water temperature and the air temperature. So it's kind of... I'm not going to say the perfect storm, but the ingredients are there for <laughs> some very heavy snowfall in western New York. Um, look at the uh, computer model behind me here. And this is going from uh, tomorrow morning as we go into the day on Friday. We'll start to get that Arctic air moving over Lake Ontario and Lake Erie. And downstream from there, that's where we're going to see the, the heaviest of the snow. So we're talking Buffalo up to Watertown. Uh, looking at the computer models, showing that onshore wind, the wind coming across the Great Lakes, showing some pretty impressive snowfall total. So I put Buffalo on there, 21.9, but we all know that the Bills play in Orchard Park, right? I mean,
1: it's a 14-inch difference. Right?
2: And oh, and cow. there could be even more than that. And all it takes is a little change in the wind direction to change how much snow you get. And And you can see that some places over like to... Rochester, Syracuse, are only going to get a couple of inches. So this is going to be very concentrated. And the area which you might have that bullseye is down around Orchard Park. This particular computer model has three feet of snow. Uh, some, you're right, Chris, there were some predictions, maybe upwards of six feet of snow in what some I places. So uh, it's going to snow. It's going to snow a lot. It's Just where that heaviest snow band sets up, that is going to be the question. So it should be Pretty interesting, and and I think the bulls, the bulls are uh, hungry for a uh, a win here. It's been a tough couple of weeks for Bills fans. Yeah, you know we were
1: in Buffalo two was it two weeks ago or three weeks ago, Chris? Yeah,
2: Halloween weekend. It yeah.
1: was fifty five degrees ish at game time for a night game. It was eight thirty wow. to eleven thirty, and it was fifty five degrees. Now we're about to get four feet of snow for the Bills game. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And, and the problem is, you know, parking lots. Where do you mm-hmm. put the snow? You get you get a foot of snow, two feet of snow. It, it, there's just you run out of places to put it. it actually has to be moved out of there. And you can't have thousands of people in a stadium with three feet of snow. So I, it's a tough call. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do.
0: Sam, one of our loyal viewers here says, hey, look, as long as the players and officials are there, play the game. Makes for great yeah. TV. I, I don't disagree. Awesome. I hope they don't move the game. They're talking, Neil, about moving the game to a location like Detroit where then nah. the Bills play on Thanksgiving nah. Day. So is that uh, – play the game in Buffalo. Find yeah. a way as long as everybody can do it safely. I right? want yeah. people
1: throwing snow and celebration and just sitting on packed snow. Forget sitting in chairs or on bleachers. You're just sitting on snow.
2: Yeah. yeah, You know, that's kind of a cold stadium on a not-so-cold day. Yeah. Too. I, I went to a, um, a Jaguars game in Buffalo, and that was quite an experience. And it was December, and it was pretty cold, and mm-hmm. such a welcoming fan base there for yeah. the visiting teams. It was really uh, quite <laughs> special. When,
0: Neil, when will we know? When do we get – this is, again, Thursday morning. We're doing this right now. Um, when will we know really what Sunday will look like at, at kickoff?
2: I think by about Friday evening, we'll start to okay. have a better picture of how much snow it's that's going to fall. It's going to start falling there tomorrow and get heavier and steadier through the day on Saturday. So,
0: Is this looking like a slow-moving storm? Are they going to get dropped on quickly?
2: Well, the, w- the way the lake effects snows work, it doesn't move from one place to now another where the regular right. snowstorms do. Keeps it just turning. kind of develops in place and doesn't move, and that's the problem. It just keeps snowing and snowing and snowing. Chris, okay. you should know
1: this from Watertown.
2: I know, I should. I think I probably
0: blocked a lot of that out of my memory. In terms <laughs> the last of guy, the a Swingo, snow. All it'll Watertown.
2: be interesting to see what, what ultimately ends up happening Yeah, with, with Our the game. game you know?
0: Thank you for the time, buddy. Thank you for the expertise here. Somewhere between two and six feet of snow, maybe in <laughs> Buffalo. I love yeah. it.
2: Okay. Give or take.
0: <laughs> all right, Neil. Thank you, man. Neil Hostano is with us, of course, feet. every single morning on News Channel 13. We're talking two and six inches
1: the other day here. Play the game
0: in Buffalo. I
1: got to do it. I'm so excited. I hope they get like two feet so that it's maybe manageable. Like you get six feet, you can't get people to a stadium. People can't drive, whatever. Like one to two feet, it's going to make it fun. It's going to make it difficult for the Browns. It's, you know, I can't wait.
0: And, you know, our executive producer and I were talking this morning before the show, and I just said, you know, he said, look, you're a professional football team. There's talk about the Browns not being able to get to, but bo- go today. You go right. today or you go tomorrow. Neil's Neal, yeah. saying, hey, this looks like a Friday evening kind of event or in terms of when it will be. Get, get there early then. Right. I don't want to hear Cleveland say, well, we can't get there for the game. That that to me just is is not going to fly at all. Carol says she loves the snow. All right. We know Sam's watching already. You do?
1: I think the phenomenon of lake effect snow is unbelievable to me. Like Neil was explaining it, and I've heard it before. I went to school in Syracuse. We're very familiar with lake effect snow. But I had people who who came from out of state or wherever and was like, yeah, I heard it snows a lot here. I'm like, you have no idea. I'm like, I live in Albany. It's two hours down the road, and we don't get lake effect snow. It's just different. It's like Neil said – it just stays there and just turns. It's like running on a treadmill and it's, <laughs> it's just standing in place.
0: You don't want to so be cool. buried under Lake Effects Snow though, do you? Is that Sam's yeah, watching windows? Every we once Sam's in a while. Watch. Love the Sam watches always. Thank Nick Well, who day? I saw um boy, who was it now? Somebody who just is still on the Bengals as a potential Super Bowl team. Heard it earlier this week. Anyway, I thought of Nick immediately because I thought well, he he would love to see some of that. He says the pack is back. Yeah,
1: let's take it easy.
0: Can they beat Tennessee? Can they beat Tennessee Thursday
1: they night? Like they did last week, they probably can.
0: That would have me feeling pretty good. Beat Tennessee. That should have. And me this feeling is pretty here's good. a big thing here, right? Cleveland can win this game. May not have to ask a lot of Jacoby Brissett if it's cold, if it's windy, if it's snowy, Chubb. Hunt, 40, 50 times in the game, right?
2: Yeah. The Bills, the don't, Bills, have, Bills
0: don't run the ball effectively. They don't run the ball effectively. They have Josh running Allen backs. Can, yeah. but,
1: they have running backs. I think you'll see a lot of pass catching by the running backs. You're going to see a lot of like dink and dunk. I, I doubt you're going to go down the field a lot. But listen, this team likes to have fun. So could you imagine if they come out and just mm-hmm. throw the like try to throw the ball around? That fan base will get Out of control.
0: Yeah. They start
1: taking deep shots in the snow. It's all over.
0: Uh, The Pick 6 Vodka NFL Pick'em still to come on this week's show. We have uh, Catholic Charities, our local nonprofit, with us this week. And uh, Sister Betsy, who we love, love, is going. I know it isn't head-to-head, but we're going to make it seem like it's a little head-to-head here. All right, we'll take a quick timeout here on Honorado and Company. When we come back, the college football playoff rankings are unchanged Mm -hmm. from a week ago. I think something might change this week. Hmm. I think something might change this week. I know something will change next Saturday because that's when we get Ohio State and Michigan, Right, but I think there are a couple of road teams that just sneaky little upset alert. We're back on Honorado and Company right after this.
4: Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products
3: and purpose. Claim your crown.
1: Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in store, online, or by phone. We're here for you.
2: And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by House.
0: Performance, industrial, pick six, vodka, KPM restoration, novice, and Marcellus, who you just saw, nice And Jimmy Miller was our guest picker last week from nice And he. Speaking did- of Jimmy, he- 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 I
1: did- saw him last night. Oh, you did? I didn't see him. I heard him first at uh, the Siena basketball game. Can you I was walking. This one to I was walking to one side of the court, and I heard, no. hey, Miller. And I turned around, he goes, four and two.
0: <laughs> now, classic well, you know. Jimmy fashion, we were texting back and forth, and he goes, I should have been six and oh. I'm like, Jimmy, I feel that way every week. I should have been six and oh. But he did miss only on we slightly on a few. I mean, the, the Bills thing was – The Bills game last week was wild. We don't don't do a lot of rewind on the show because it's Thursday morning. We're looking ahead to the weekend. It isn't Monday. But that was one of the wildest NFL games in recent memory. Crazy.
1: Yeah, Uh, I didn't see any of it. I was busy driving across New York State. You're you're busy Um, working on the weekends.
0: Busy working on the weekends. Here are the college football playoff rankings. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. Unchanged. They all won. Tennessee nine and one. LSU up a few spots to eight and two. They're USC coming. still in there with only one loss from the Pac 12. And then the rest, I don't think, matter, Ash. Are you giving go ahead? Uh, Clemson? You want to give Clemson a shot?
1: I, no, I I don't know that they don't matter, but things can happen. And if teams start to fall out, those teams are going to move up. So I I don't know that they don't matter.
0: Well, hear me out. Yeah. Let's say Georgia gets the SEC championship game undefeated. Even if they lose, I think the committee keeps them in. Yeah, Ohio State and Michigan, one of those teams is going to Mm -hmm. beat the other next weekend. And then that team is going to win the Big Ten championship game. So one of them is definitely in. I've got two. Um, TCU.
1: I mean, TCU's got to win out.
0: Yes. Because if
1: they lose to a team like Baylor or it's going to be too much, it'll be one loss, but it'll be too much.
0: Okay, let's say they do lose somewhere along the line here, maybe see in the Big Twelve Championship game. Fine, they're out. Tennessee will not play in the SEC championship game. So they don't have to worry about another loss late. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're they're gonna win this weekend, they'll win next week. So they so you get think in they are in at 11 and one, right? They beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um the Georgia game maybe is a little concerning for some, but I don't think enough for the committee. So but if now you're I've gonna got
1: say Georgia's the best team in the country. Then right. that's not awful. So
0: now I'm rationalizing my way into three already in.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. LSU gets in if they continue to win and then yep. beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Now i asking a lot. Which yes, it is. But I'm already saying if Georgia loses in that title game, I still think they're in the party. Mm-hmm. So that gets me to four if LSU pulls off that upset. Right. If they don't, USC. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't comes, know that you have to worry
0: about USC, but we'll see. I, I agree. Here, here would be kind of the the fly in the ointment. Here is I think USC. We got three road teams this Saturday, people. I think could USC. be on upset alert. UCLA is a good team. Yep, they're coming off a loss, though. I mean, they they were bad, bad. At, at Oregon. <laughs> And then they lose last week as well. To but this feels like a spot yeah. where maybe the Bruins figure out the Trojans here. USC has played some close games. I wouldn't say they've won impressively, but they, no. they've won 9 of 10. So look But my question Trojans. about
1: USC is what is their signature win? They don't have one. They don't have a signature win.
0: I agree. Not right. a single
1: one. They've the, lost to the good team that they've played, and that's Utah.
0: So yeah, and UCLA- that was a, well, I mean that, but, but that was a close loss. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't yeah,
1: yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. But UCLA would be an, a signature win for them, but really they're first. So for me, I think, I think I agree. They're on, I, they should be on upset alert because I just am not drinking the USC Kool-Aid because I haven't seen them do what other teams have done this year. And that's win against good teams.
0: Yeah. UCLA. And then Notre Dame, mm-hmm. the final two games. For USA, are you worried at all about Georgia at Kentucky, TCU at Baylor?
1: No, not the way those, not the way that Kentucky what is going is, on with Baylor and not the way that Kentucky's playing either at this yeah. current
0: moment. Yeah, I know. Um, I
1: agree, Sam. I'm putting this comment up. I want more teams. I'm ready for more teams. It would be more because now it's more competitive. Now you've got, instead of it being two teams that are great, like Alabama and Clemson, and then the other two get walloped, I think if you open it up to six or eight teams this year, it could be fun, and it could be interesting, more so than like Cincinnati getting, you know what I mean? Like, that, those are eight really good teams. Are I think they, it's fun. I think it would be fun.
0: Are they? I mean, here they are. If if Georgia Better wins. Better than
1: last year. If you took the top eight from last year. Yeah, this is better.
0: Okay, that's you know what I mean.
1: There's more parity. It it is college football is becoming a sport with much more parity.
0: Look, if you put a two loss Alabama team in to the top four, they could beat anybody. You never know what can get that. That's the thing. Yeah, I get that. I
1: just think it's not like Notre Dame being a four and they're going to go out and get beat by forty. I just don't see that happening in a lot of ways, unless you get like USC against Georgia. Okay, maybe, but. I still, even then, I don't think so.
0: You had to take a shot at Notre Dame, huh? Okay.
1: They're the easiest one to take a shot at.
0: They are. They
1: when are. they start winning big games, then I'll stop taking shots. They always then, are. You can take as many shots as you want at Syracuse, but I called it. So no, I'm can. not it's going not to. Really
0: uh, some baseball news here as well. Yankees have re signed Anthony Rizzo. He adds an extra year to what was already kind of on his contract. He had opted out and and re with the Yankees, and that's an added 17 million plus a six million dollar buyout. Cause it's a three year deal. That third year, there's a buyout that the Yankees don't want to keep them. They have to give them six million to go away. So so a good move here yeah, for Rizzo. Move, right. But my question is Rizzo went, and I and look, I like Anthony Rizzo. This yeah. is not meant to come off as a ah, this is not good for the Yankees. It is I like Anthony Rizzo. Thirty mm-hmm. plus home runs last year. He's a really good player. Yeah but what's the plan here cuz the plan is still to sign aaron judge mm-hmm. and if i do that the lineup is the same as last year why would i have any faith as a fan that the outcome is going to be any different but- where's the shakeup where's the shakeup and 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 are you going to are you going to tell me that a healthy dj LeMayhew makes all the difference i just
1: no a healthy he dj helps, but it doesn't make the difference No, a healthy DJ LeMahieu helps. I think you're going to get, you'll probably get Volpe up this year and IKF will be no longer. He'll be your backup shortstop. Things will get moved around whether or not they add some monstrous piece from somewhere else. I still think you can make adjustments. They could sign a pitcher. That would help as well. Like there are things that they can do. I like the Anthony Rizzo move because he was never the issue. Ever the issue. So for me that I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. But yes, the Yankees, all they ever do is run it back. That's, that's their MO. It doesn't work. So let's try it again. That's what they do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. Some awards already given out. uh, Again, this is live on a Thursday morning. The MVP awards are given out later on today It'll be Judge in the American League, and it'll be, I think, Goldschmidt in the National League. Machado is in the mix as well, and he should be, but I think it'll be Goldschmidt. Um, You you can't. I can't spell Alcantara Alcantara clearly here. Oh, so
1: you recognized it.
0: Let me, uh, well, I try to here. I can fix it even. This is the beauty of what we do here.
1: What's in that guy? Um, That guy was a freak. Are you. Are you bummed, or do you think he should not have won it over Max Fried? Or are you? Oh no, Alcantara he's, is the best pitcher freak. in the
0: National League. Yeah. Yes. And
1: listen, he, he had so he threw six complete games this year, more than any team. The guy's a unicorn. He does what no pitcher does in Major League Baseball anymore.
0: He and and, and he's games. not he like some into games. Yeah, he's not some finesse guy that, right. you know, he, he's a swing-and-miss pitcher. Piles up the strikeouts. Yep. Verlander at 39 years old. I mean, what is going on with him? A great year, and and he opts out. My mm-hmm. guess is he stays in Houston but gets yeah. a better deal and a little more money, so they're your Cy Young Award winners. Buck Showalter wins. This is incredible.
1: Unbelievable.
0: For the fourth time with four different teams. Whoa done that, think really I've decided before. that
1: he's one of my favorite people.
0: Showalter has four. Um, I think the other guy on the list here, Frank Kona, has four. And I know Bobby Cox has four. Okay. But nobody has done it with four different franchises. Right.
1: Incredible. Yeah. It, it, what he's done is unbelievable. And and I didn't think... Been,
0: and he's been fired
1: from all those right. jobs, too. But does... So this is a strange question. But does something like this, something as unique as this and what he's been able to do with it, is he a hall of famer? Yes. Right. I know, I know his record probably doesn't say yes, but like he has revived four franchises essentially Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. done what no other manager has been able to do at many of these different locations and one manager of the year, four times, like to me, that's a Hall of Fame manager, whether or not you go out and win a World Series title with the Mets or whoever else.
0: So we're talking a revival here, talking about bringing the Yankees out of the '80s. Um, I mean, bringing, even when
1: he was with the Orioles, they overachieved.
0: Oh yeah, you know I mean, what I mean?
1: Like yeah,
0: he had Baltimore in the playoffs, <laughs> um, Arizona, and now the Mets. Yeah, some I rough times so. in Texas, but to
1: me, that is what a Hall of Famer is. You're as good at your job as you can be. You're not necessarily going to take a basement team to the World Series, and I don't know that that's what they asked of him, but you take them to heights that they haven't seen in a while.
0: He won't get in, but I'm I'm not dismissing the idea. And and here's the difference for me. Hall of Fame is, the way I view it, reserved only for the greatest, the absolute greatest and you just use the word good too many times for me to put him in the Hall of Fame. And I know that's not what you're getting. But he's, Bookshower's been a very good manager. I solid, disagree. steady, baseball disagree. guy. But great, one of no. the greatest to ever be in a dugout? That's hard for me to buy into.
1: Listen, one of the great like how many managers are in the Hall of Fame? It, not that many. I th- hard to get in. I don't, get in. I don't agree with good being the word. I would good describes some of the teams he's had. He's never had great teams to manage. He has been great right. in getting a good or bad team to play beyond what they should play. I think hmm. that's great.
0: Okay. Well, we're, we're defining the word good yeah. and great here, or at least um, trying.
1: Also, I think my favorite thing in all of sports right now is Francisco yeah. Lindor. And when she says Buck and how much she loves Buck, his daughter,
0: yeah, Helena, yes.
1: She is obsessed with Buck Walter, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. She's cheering. She's dancing. She loves Buck. Every time she sees him, Buck, 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 I, I can't get enough. I've watched the videos like 12 times. If you haven't seen it, look it up. It will make you yeah. smile.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. All right, we're back right after this on Honorado and Company. We're going to be joined by Sister Betsy, which will make us smile as we do yes. our Pick 6 Vodka NFL Pick'Em. Back in only 30 seconds, everybody.
3: Happiness is found in simple things the sun on your face, sharing laughs, at the campground, getting wet, relaxing together, the love of family, there's never been a better time to go outside and play, Alpenhouse Pool Spa, Boat and RV, bringing families together and creating memories since 1964.
2: And now back to honorado and company brought to you by Alpenhouse.
0: Okay, Ash, you know, I used to really look forward to this segment <laughs> each and every week. Now you now, feel how I did I'm just kind of happy to do it because we've yeah. got great support from Saratoga courage distillery and Holly and Adam and surge and all that. But Mike, I don't even let I'm just going to try to get through this thing.
2: And now your weekly NFL Pick'em presented by Pick 6 Vodka. All
0: right, here we go. I almost just said, you know, my God, let me get through this thing. His sister Betsy waits on the other line and she's thinking like, like, like he is going to help you and your awful (laughs) pick's not going to happen. How are we doing here, Ash? Um, He's
1: starting to help me. He he felt so bad.
0: Third Straight week, I think, of one in five. I think wow, that's wow, right.
2: Wow, wow. And
0: which would tell you how well I was doing. Right. Because you're completely in the tank. You yep. are on the comeback trail I'm here, though.
1: Slowly clawing my way back.
0: Yeah, I like it. Okay. All right. So before we bring our guest in here, Ash, let's get to it. Uh, Detroit at New York. I'm on the Giants. I've been on the Giants all year. When I've wavered, I've been wrong. Give me the Giants at home to beat a Lions team that isn't terrible. Can no. score some points, but yeah. the Giants are a much better team. Saquon Barkley has a big game in this one. They'll cover the three and a half.
1: Yeah, I think offensively, I like where the Lions have headed. Um, and I'm star I just i I've been on the Giants most of the season, mm-hmm. um, but I I don't know why I picked the Lions. I think it's a little more than a field goal was enough for me to say, think maybe they put up enough points to beat that Giants defense.
0: I waffled on a bunch of these games. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. This one was not one. However, this one was one. And I thought.
1: Can't believe I picked the Bills.
0: The Bills have burned me this year. I, I, I picked a, I picked them to, to cover against Green Bay. They did. I picked I mean, them to cover against Minnesota. They didn't. And then I see, saw the weather and I thought nine and a half is too many. Yeah. I don't know that either team scores enough to cover 10. Cleveland can run the ball like crazy. Give me the Browns in the snow.
1: I think if I knew there were going to be feet of snow when I picked this two days ago, then I probably would have changed my mind because you're right. Nine and a half is too much. But I did go against the Bills maybe the last two weeks and it yeah. was good for me. And then I thought the Browns just got drubbed I know. by the Dolphins. Couldn't yeah. score against that team. Yeah, Maybe they can't score against the Buffalo defense. But yeah, I'm a little concerned that the Bills might not put up enough points.
0: All right. Uh, no. I, I didn't waver here. I mean, I've been on the Jets me. and I'm going to stay on the Jets. Ash, why do you like New England?
1: Uh, Because I don't love the Jets. I just haven't bought into the Jets yet. I, they
0: beat the I, Bills I, before their bye week. I know.
1: I know. I know. And I think part of that was the Bills not playing great, um, but Patriots at home. It's going to be cold. Maybe it'll snow some. Who knows? Yeah. I'm going with the Patriots.
0: Okay. To cover the three and a half. All right. Here we go. We're both on Philadelphia. This was a waffle game for me.
1: Yeah. Not All of the much. hype
0: with Jeff Saturday and the Colts and Matt Ryan back at quarterback and Jonathan Taylor healthy to run the ball and seven and a half on the road.
1: Yeah. For me, the seven and a half was small enough. Uh, I know they're coming off a loss to Washington.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think it's a big deal. The Colts, to me, don't have enough offense. Um, I think 7.5 for me was small enough that I liked it.
0: And then I talked myself into this, that the the momentum behind a new voice, new face as a head coach last week was good for Indy. I don't know that it has real staying power. This one was a tough one for me, too. I told you, it was multiple games where yeah, I just I stared at the computer yep. screen and I thought – I don't know what to do with that game, Yeah, and I just thought, I've been down on Minnesota. Me too. I shouldn't be. Justin Jefferson's the best receiver in all of football. Dalvin Cook, they're going to score points at home against Dallas. Yep. And a home dog, Ash, and a home dog.
1: A home dog, and it's essentially a pick'em. I just thought Minnesota at home. I've also been down on Minnesota until I picked them last week against Buffalo, and they pulled out a miracle, yeah. so I... I'm doing the favor of picking them again and hoping that they'll give me a little pat on the back.
0: And then we both like the Chiefs Sunday night on NBC and News Channel 13. They will cover, we think, yeah. uh, by about a touchdown. A touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A okay.
2: All right. Let's, Let's bring our guest
0: in. Yeah. Sister Betsy is with us here on Honorado and Company. Sister, thank you for doing this. Oh, How are
5: thank you? you. It's such a great. It's, I'm great. It's so great to be here with you. Have you enjoyed all of
1: our uh, talk about God helping football picks? You know, I have, like, I have. I'm sure pretty sure that real-
5: the God of the universe is bigger than all that. But yeah. hey, whatever. I hear you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I used to when I was a kid like pray for the Packers or the Braves or the Devils to win. And I forget if it was my mom or dad used to say to me, "Do, do you think that God is picking against the other team? Why? Why <laughs> you know? Why would He do that? Other people are in the same boat as you. Okay, that's not how this works. So
5: yeah. yeah. Mark I've Twain. Doing that. Mark Twain many years ago wrote a book wrote a, a little book called The War Prayer, which basically says that is that when you pray for this, that basically you're praying for the opposite for the other. And is that really what you think God does? Right.
0: There it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, Sister Betsy, here's what you are up against. This okay. is how our guest pickers have done so far Ooh. this year. Now, quickly, I think you kind of know here, so you are you're our, our local nonprofits. So the the best record so far from our local nonprofit group is four and two. That's Jody and Chris Eves from high five sports. Okay. Uh, and then last week was Jimmy Miller. He's one of our local business partners in nice on the show. So you just have to be better than four and two or equal to it.
1: Yeah. If you equal to it, we'll figure it out. All right. Okay.
0: So here we go. Here are your picks. You like the giants just like me. How come?
5: Um, I think Duvall's a great coach and I just think that they're, they're going to score. They're going to make it work for them. The the, the Lions aren't, they haven't been doing a lot. So I think it's time for the giants to come through and, uh, I mean, it's possible, but I, I'm for the Giants.
0: There
1: you go. I like it. I like a Giants fan. Listen, Sister Betsy, I'm a Giants fan, and I picked against them. It hurts my heart, but then Ooh. then I feel like I win either way. If the Giants <laughs> win, my fandom wins. Mm. If the Lions win,
5: my pick wins. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay.
0: So- and then the and then the Bills in what kind of weather? Who the heck knows? But it it might be a lot of snow on the ground.
5: A <laughs> lot of snow. And Josh has really been has been struggling. He, you know, he's not completing. He just needs to do a better job completing. So. I think I'm don't the people in my office are going to have a fit that I'm betting, you know, betting with the, I'm with the bills. So I'm hoping that that'll work out for us.
0: Yeah. Josh Allen. Four um, somebody White gave Jones. me a,
5: uh, somebody gave me a mug to hold up here right now about the bills. I said, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to try to be, you know, more neutral than that all the way through the, all the picks, not just hold up one team. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: no, no, no neutrality here. Now you're yeah, the only one neutral. on the Patriots here. How come new England?
1: No, I was on the Patriots. Yeah, you were on the
0: Patriots. Yeah. messed that up? Okay. Yeah, that's okay,
5: though. But I wanted to clarify. I'm with Sister Betsy on this one.
4: Okay. Yeah.
5: Well, I mean, it's a tough one. Um, The Patriots, though, they need the win. So I think they're going to be really hot to go. – they're really going to work hard to get this win because they really, really need the win.
2: Yeah. But I think it's
5: going to be really close. I I think that spread's right. I think 3-5 is about right for that spread.
0: Okay. And then we all like the Eagles. So let's go on to the next one here. You like well? Then this is—we're all on Minnesota. We're all, Minnesota. Our our graphics guy is is having a—he's going to see this back and go, "What was I doing?" Yeah, we all- and I'm
1: not sure. And now I'm I'm second guessing my Jets Patriots pick and thinking, "Well, what did I email him?" I don't remember, so now I'm we'll going to have, have to, to look to in order to remember look. who I picked.
0: Yeah, but you like the Vikings, Sister Betsy.
5: I like the Vikings. Kirk Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins is having a great season. So yeah, he is. Yeah. Listen, I
1: haven't believed in that guy all year, and I've been wrong over and over and over. So
5: it's about time, right? Right. And the Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys have had their heyday. And you know.
0: mm. that was a long time ago.
5: Yeah, in the 90s.
0: Yeah. Um, And then we all like the Chiefs on Sunday night. So let me ask you this while we have you, because we're coming up on two very important holidays that are all part of the season of giving. Thanksgiving, and then, of course, Christmas and what Catholic Charities does each and every single year around those two holidays, specifically, it's a year round effort, I know, but around those two, two holidays, specifically, when people in need, you know, really maybe reach out for a little extra sister Betsy, what, what types of things are you doing in the community that you're particularly proud of?
5: we're doing food ba- baskets for most of the folks who live in our apartments, who, are, who come to our food pantries. So food baskets for Thanksgiving. So a little bit extra so they can have a, that special Thanksgiving meal, which is always so, you know, it's just a part of the American tradition. And so just because you don't have a lot of resource doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to be part of the American tradition of Thanksgiving. And then for Christmas, we do food again, but we also yep gifts and, um, you know, warm socks and practical things for folks. And uh, especially for little kids, of course, we do toys and gifts. And so there's a um, present under the tree and uh, groups and organizations are certainly happy to help us. We'd love to have you join us in the effort coming out to pack things, but also to make donations to be able to do that. We're really happy to accept those because it does make a difference. And, you know, imagine a little kid going down for underneath looking underneath the christmas tree and not finding a gift. Yeah. That one's a hard one for me and so our staff all over the system work really hard in all 14 counties to make sure that that dream, the thing that they see on TV and what Santa Claus is supposed to do, they they're mm-hmm. able to show up and have, have have happen for them too.
1: Sister Betsy, you guys have been integral Throughout, you know, now that we're kind of on the other side of the pandemic, knock on wood, you guys were such a driving force during the pandemic with those food drives. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't, did you do them for two full years? I mean, every week, snow. I went to one at Hudson Valley. I think it was like 20 degrees. It was <laughs> freezing, it heat. Was. You guys do it all, but the need is so great in the capital oh. region that you got, I mean, it kind of forced you to keep doing it, right?
5: Yes. Yeah, we did it for two and a half years. We're still doing it. Hmm. We just aren't doing as many now, because yep. the the food supply is is because of all the factors that are going on in the environment, climate change, the Mississippi River, war in Ukraine. There's lots of reasons why the food supply is is difficult right now. But in addition to that, what the food bank is aware of, the regional food bank, is that there's places where there are no access to food. Uh And so they're really trying to get the resources to the places where there's zero access to food. And we're there with them, working with people to do case management and to really talk to them about what how how do we help you solve what's underneath this issue? Because that's the other part of it is food is a bandaid. Often food pantries are a bandaid, an essential bandaid. We need to keep putting band-aids on. But how can we help people get to the crux of it? Is I need a job or I need to apply for benefits or I need, I need childcare for my child and to be able to help people navigate some of those systems. And so that's a lot of the work that Catholic Charities does all over the, all over the Diocese of Albany.
0: Everybody wants to do something a little extra this time of year. Consider volunteering with Catholic Charities. Every company wants to make a donation before the end of the year, before the end of that tax year. Absolutely. Consider Catholic Charities as well and all the great work that they are doing in our area. And Sister Betsy said at 14 counties, this great organization helps out in our area. Sister, good luck with your picks. I hope have a, so. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And, yeah, happy uh,
5: Thanksgiving. And
0: I, I hope we'll see you soon. I know we will.
5: Thank you so much. Appreciate it.
0: By now, Sister Betsy from Catholic Charities, who uh, we didn't even talk about her great promotion, but we were there the night where you know yes. she kind of was officially promoted in front of people, which was a great night. The we still call it the night at the museum. It's not always at a museum, but but the night at the museum, awesome. which yep. which we are so grateful to be part of uh, each and every single year. All right, when we come back here on Honorado and Company, Ash, we have our weekly segment, Follow the Pack, and there's a new team president. The Albany Firewolves. He's joining us next here on Honorado and Company.
3: Happiness is found in simple things: the sun on your face, sharing laughs, at the campground, getting wet, relaxing together. The love of family. There's never been a better time to go outside and play. Alpenhouse Pool Spa Boat and RV. Bringing families together and creating memories since 1964. The pack is back. The Albany Firewolves professional indoor lacrosse team returns to the Capital Region and MVP Arena this December. Get your tickets now for our season home opener when we take on Albany lacrosse legend Connor Fields and the Rochester Nighthawks on Saturday, December 17th at 7 p.m. Season tickets, flex plans, family packs, and game tickets are on sale now at albanyfirewolves.com. Join the pack.
2: And now back to honorado and company brought to you by Alpenhouse.
0: Uh Ash, Sam has a good question here. He wants to know, hey, I'm Steve, not really sure Thanksgiving. When will the show air next week? Well, it'll always air Saturdays and Sundays. You know that uh, we'll do it a live show Be Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Yeah. We'll do it Wednesday morning. I know
1: we've got Jerry Wednesday, so we'll have to work around that. Right.
0: We do. Mr. Jarrah. We got Jarrah. You say Jarrah, then I think, oh, yeah. No. Right. We're going to be recording an interview with Jerry Jones. So stand by for that. That's Wednesday morning. Yeah. We'll, we'll do something Wednesday announced. morning, maybe about 11 a.m. We'll pick the third with the Thanksgiving games, obviously, as part of our NFL pick them each week with Pick Six Vodka. So let's, let's all just plan on Wednesday at this point. Okay. Leave it to us to have not even talked about it. Like, we didn't know Thanksgiving was coming on a Thursday. Okay. Uh, Each and every single week here, we do a segment proud to partner up with the Albany Firewolves. Ash, you know this organization so well as the sideline reporter for TV games, and it is called Follow the Pack. And our guest this week on Follow the Pack is not new to the organization, but new to the office. And Chris is saying he can't hear us. That's not not good good news. Chris Parecca, who is the team president of the Albany Firewolves, with us here on Honorado and Company. I see he's got the AirPods rocking. It may not be switched over on his settings to the AirPods. Ash, we will give Chris a second here to maybe hear us Good at some point there. So yeah, I was, that's that's okay. okay. That's okay. I was just starting to I – was, I was kind of explaining to our audience, I know the interface of this well enough, that – The AirPods—you probably had to go into your settings to switch over to be able to hear. But now you can hear us, and it's all good. People don't care enough about that. Chris, it's good (laughs) to have you on the show.
1: Thanks for joining us
0: on Honorado and Company. How are you?
4: (laughs) I'm well. How are you guys today?
1: Good.
0: We're excellent. We're excellent. Thanks for doing the show. How are things? uh, Not that you're new to this front office, but how are things now at a new desk?
4: Uh, They're great. Everything. uh, You know, we've been set up. for some great success uh, since last year and uh, moving into this year excited about the opportunity and just working with this group of staff and starting to get to know the players the head coach and you know just uh you know kind of getting my feet wet as as i've uh, been here for a little bit but now yeah. it's uh, you know it changes roles and and you know kind of a 360 of what i was doing to now mm-hmm. running the whole thing so excited about it
1: yeah, Chris, what does the transition involve? I know George is still on until like, the beginning of next month to maybe help kind of smooth that transition over, but what is what are kind of the things that change most about your day-to-day with this team?
4: Yeah, for me the you know, that that the good thing is George has been great, right? Like he's he's professional and he's given us uh, you know, plenty of uh information and he's been great with me. He's the one that brought me on mm-hmm. uh to come here, so we had worked together in the past. So, you know, that that's a an easy transition in in that regards. And then day-to-day is just getting up to speed and and understanding everything that we have uh, going on within the organization and uh, making sure that uh, as we get ready for the opening night that uh, we're ready and all the uh, T's are crossed, the I's are dotted and away we go.
0: Opening night, speaking of it, I've got it here. Well, you'll play the season opener on the third, but then the home opener is December 17th against rochester uh, this is it's it's maybe kind of fitting that new team president so many new guys yeah on this team as well chris and ashley and i have talked about it a bunch as we've done this segment for more than a month here on the show and we've gotten to know some of the guys just virtually but what is it about this group this collection of players some of them are, are new to the squad that excites you about the prospects of success
4: yeah i think just uh as we you know we've got some great players and and new players. And, and for me, they're all new. So, (laughs) you know, I have to get used to everybody and and names and trying to figure out uh, when we had the training camp here, uh, you know, they didn't have their numbers on. And so trying to look at (laughs) last year's stuff and not knowing who's who. And uh, I felt like it should have been, uh, you know, like youth, youth lacrosse where you put the name on the front of the helmet and then Chris at least see who it was and you know the same thing for them with me though right like they didn't know who I was and so it, it you know over my years of, of being in professional sports you always get new players yeah. and things change they change they can change dramatically or they can change little by little and I think what uh you know Clarkie and the rest of the coaching staff has done is put us in a you know, a situation that, uh, we're going to have a, a lot of people who want to touch the ball and a lot of people who want to try and put that ball in the back of the net, um, which will be, you know, it's exciting. And, and as you both know, there's a lot of goals in lacrosse here and mm-hmm. in, in, in box lacrosse. And then, uh, you know, I think on the defensive end and we're, we're, you know, we're, we're strong and we have a, yeah. a good core coming back there as well. And then, uh, obviously we're, we're, uh, our goaltending, uh, we got Dougie Jameson, and, and that's uh, you know tremendous. And and then we've got some new players that are coming in that uh, hopefully will fit in with the system. And they've got to learn that. And they've been up in Toronto learning the system and working with the coaching staff to be ready for, you know, for them December third. I I you know as in the front office sometimes you forget about those away games at the start. <laughs> and you just focus so much on December seventeenth and getting people out and having a good time here at the MVP Arena.
1: Now, Chris, I know your background, you did eight years with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms of the AHL, which Adirondack at one point, which so you're not a stranger to the capital region, but bringing a team sort of new team into an area. This is the second year for this team. What are kind of the biggest focuses in terms of trying to build attendance and all the outside stuff outside of lacrosse that you need to make this a successful product?
4: Yeah, I think that's 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 you know in in levels of sports that we're in, right? The community is important. We've got to be out in the community and uh, we've got to be doing things in the community. So right now we we have a great arm. We have our Albany Firewolves Training Academy where we're doing camps and clinics and we'll do some of those. We we just had our fall clinic um, over at the HVCC at Hudson Valley Community College Tuesday nights and and we're going to be doing that again in February uh, and then Um, the other thing that we're doing is we're getting out into schools. Now last year, we couldn't do some of this stuff. Like that's, that's the big thing for us is now we're going to be out in schools. We've got a program that the, we have three players who live in the market. So we're going to be utilizing their, um, their talents and their lacrosse knowledge, but also, you know, just getting out there and, and showing that, you know, professional athletes are human as well. They, they, you know, they do everything that we all do and, uh, they're just better at some of those things that we all wish we could be good at. So, um, you know, I think that that's the way that we're going to endear this community is, is getting out there um, and, and showing them that we're part of the community. Our foundation as well. We're giving back. Um, right. The pack gives back. So there's a lot of things that, that are set up and that we've been doing uh, and we just have to do more of it. And, and we're, we're starting to build that. We're starting to build that kind of momentum. I love it. Well, once we'll you get
0: back to work, uh, we appreciate you taking some time to hang out with us here on honorado and company the nbc affiliate in town and uh chris i know we'll be talking to you plenty down the road as the season gets started early on in december thanks chris thanks for having me that is the new team president to the albany fires and uh, let me say this ash i didn't want to say it with chris on because i didn't want him to feel like he was then had to respond in some way the tv schedule came out where the heck's albany on espn i know What's I up? I it. mean, who, who do we who do we talk to with the but league you know office I quickly scan that schedule. I'm like, well, it has to be featured somewhere. Maybe not a home game, but somewhere. Not even yes, on the but. darn schedule. Get out of my face.
1: That means that I'm on all the games. If it's an ESPN game, I get taken off the game. So oh, I'm looking okay. at the bright side of okay. I, get to, I get to be on the sideline for every home game, which maybe I'm the only person excited about that schedule. But I, I'm trying to look at the bright side. But you're right. They got gypped.
0: You always have a good positive spin. I I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. All right, we're back right after this on Honorado and Company. We've got the performance industrial, dirty, difficult, done, still ahead. Back right
2: after this. You've heard of unsung heroes. The men and women of Nyscoba are the unseen heroes. For the past year, you've learned about our many charitable endeavors. Now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members, the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. NYSCOBA honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep.
0: Fire, water, smoke, mold, and sewage cleanup. Reconstructing your home after a disaster can be both stressful and demanding. KPM Restoration will work quickly to restore your home. We'll help provide complete damage restoration to your property.
1: My problem was that uh, I was traveling. There was a leak in my basement. We called KPM.
0: They came in at 9 o'clock at night and were there till 2 o'clock in the morning until the problem was solved. KPM Restoration. will get you back to normal.
2: And now, back to Adorado and Company. Brought to you by House.
0: All right, back on Owen Co. here and Triple D still to come here on Honorado and Company, brought to you by Performance Industrial and our buddy Bill Miller.
2: And now, dirty, difficult, and done. Presented by Performance Industrial.
0: As we say it every week here on the show, there is no job that is too dirty, too difficult, too anything for Bill Miller's crew from South Glens Falls and in Albany as well. HVAC, Kitchen, whatever you need, his team at Performance Industrial will get it done. And they're such a great organization giving back to the community in so many different ways. Bill is a real man who wore pink. Uh, and I Still wonder wears it, I'm, to- I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I wonder if I will see him later today. But on that, Ash, you are always up first here on Dirty, Difficult. Done, let's go.
1: So my Dirty, Difficult done is that Carson Wentz is done. Mm. I And I'm going to say this because I think he should be done. I'm not sure that this is the route the Washington Commanders are going to go. They very well may give him his starting job back. I do not think he should get his starting job back. He's not playing this week. To me, Taylor Heineke has done enough to have the reins to start under center for the rest of this season. They've been better with him under center. I understand his numbers aren't – they're not drastically different from Carson Wentz's. They're all very similar. The completion percentage is right around 62%. And when you look at interceptions and touchdowns, both are decent, but they're not different. So I'm not saying that Taylor Heineke is a better quarterback – But the Washington Commanders are playing better with Taylor Taylor Heineke under center. He's a likable guy. He gets $125,000 every time they win a game, and he buys new Jordans in the color of the team that they beat. So this week he bought green because they beat the Eagles. He also bought them for his entire offensive line, which was nice. He said, I can't afford to do that every week, but (laughs) they've been so good. We make $125,000. You can afford to do it a lot more than you would think. But bought his entire offensive line, Jordan's. I just think it's a really cool story. He's been one of the best backups in the league for the last three years because we've seen him a lot. Um, And I think he deserves the chance to just play out this season. He's not the answer, ultimately, I don't think, at the end of the day for this franchise. But go draft someone at the end. I, I think you give him the reins for the rest of the year.
0: Who'd they draft? Sam Howell? Is that right? Did they draft Sam Howell last year? I believe they did. Oh, uh, maybe. Um, yeah, he, I think he was there. I'm yeah, with yeah. you. Let, 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 let Heineke play. Yeah. So when you say Carson Wentz is done, how done is he? Like, I, like you. And you said you think he should be done, as in he should be done or the commander should be done with him? I, You're not talking about him retiring.
1: No, but I think he should ultimately be a back. Like, I don't yeah, know that he should have a backup. starting job again. He should be a backup.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Okay, I am. I'm getting a little selfish and personal yeah! with my dirty difficult thought here. The dirty Jersey Devils are red oh, hot now. Like you did there. Let me tell you something. They've won ten in a row. This is a Thursday morning. They play Thursday night. They're going to lose. Just because I'm talking about, it, they're going to. But this, Whatever. I don't know. Is it, is it fun again to be a Devils fan? I texted our friend Andrew Catalan a few days ago, and I said, am Have I you watched allowed? any Devils games? I have a little bit, okay. yeah. I said, Am I allowed to get excited about the devils? He said, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm allowed to say it. I'm say it. Right. He said, heck yes. Heck Out yes, way. because it's been too long.
2: Yeah, We've suffered like too
0: long. It was twenty twelve when they went to the cup final and lost to the Kings. I think that's right. They had a couple of playoff appearances. Taylor and before Hall that, it's Marty won an MVP. Brodeur. Uh Brodor's back in the building. He's yep. with the front office now.
1: It's it's the Marty Let's Juju. Go. Let's go. Anything that Marty is associated with turns to gold. That man is a gem.
0: Nick says he's got He, and Hughes on his fantasy team. There Good you for come. you. Love it.
1: Fantasy hockey, man. How do you do it all? I couldn't put a fantasy no team together if I wanted to.
0: No, no chance. I've The Devils. I can finally say some good things about the New Jersey Devils. That's exciting to me. Even if I've now put some kind of hex on them the That's rest okay. of the season.
1: That's pretty great.
0: They've been fun. They've been a lot I'm, of fun.
1: I'm happy for you. Because um, even the season didn't start great.
0: But all oh, of a sudden they report
1: 10 wins, and it's like, where did this and, come
0: from? And they have injuries that I've I've moved on to quickly here from what we're doing. They have injuries. Wedgewood is injured and not in goal. Um, and they signed Andre Palat in the offseason, and he's and, injured.
1: I mean, for a long time, isn't he? He's out yeah. for a while.
0: He's gonna miss yeah. a couple months. That's not yeah. good. Yeah, but they but they keep I so get it. hey, if you're a winning hockey team and all of a sudden you're gonna add a guy like Palat. And then a second I, love, goal I thought includes. that was one of the best
1: moves of the offseason.
0: Okay, like, hey, this is this isn't so bad. And yeah. they can score and they're young and they goaltending was the concern. They can score, which is fun. This is news that just broke uh, before we did the show. The Braves are going to be a publicly traded company. I don't know. Would you would you spend your money investing in a team? But if you could, if you could buy stock in one team, what would it be? You can own the Packers. You can you can be in. Well, you owner. said MLB
1: team. This this graphic says MLB team. Okay.
0: You want to you want to change it?
1: We can. Yeah, I don't know that there's like a real. I think I would go weird, like, hmm. um, like an MLS team or like a Premier League team, something like that. Okay.
0: Premier League, I get.
1: Yeah. Buying Premier stock League. in a
0: Premier League team, yeah. that
1: that's, it's kind of cool. I would just to give you something to root for that's different. But I don't – I just don't – I'm not interested in buying stock in a team.
0: Here's my concern as a Braves fan. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: You start rooting for the wrong reasons?
0: Well, there's – no, no. no. I mean, (laughs) Liberty Media is their owner. They're splitting. So they have the Braves and the Battery, right, which is the organization of bars and restaurants and shops and stuff right at uh, Truist Park. Right. And then you've got Liberty Media. So they're splitting, and and so now you can buy the Braves or you can buy Liberty Media stock. My worry is that ownership is going to tie the stock market to the payroll in, as opposed to the success of the team to the yeah. payroll. I did see okay. the CEO say today that he expects to be a top five payroll next year. They, he said, you know, we're we're successful enough. We're making enough money. We mm-hmm. need to be that competitive there financially. we close
1: with some of those contracts.
0: Yeah. Um, They've got work to do too. We've only talked about maybe the Yankees and what their off season looks like. The Braves. I think it's cool that you can buy stock in a major league franchise. I worry about what it may do to.
1: The product. Oh, the payroll. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nick says I can buy shares to all my teams. Yeah. I'm not a Packers owner. I'm not. Um, I haven't even really given it a ton of thought. Every time it comes back around, I'm like, oh, I could buy a stock. It's like 300 bucks for a a share of ownership. But you don't, what do you get? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And that's why. Certificate, you can frame and hang. You literally just
1: get to say that you own it. And that's for me, like the, my racehorse thing. And I know it's different, but like, hey, I own a toenail of a horse that won. But like, I just don't care. I don't care enough.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um. Uh, you know, you can get a certificate that you 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 frame and you put up in your yep. house. I, I don't even I don't even have my college diploma hanging up at somewhere in my basement. Are you watching the World Cup? U.S. plays next Tuesday against Wales. England, so Wales, good, and Iran are in the group. If we don't make it out, my goodness, we got problems. I mean, even England, though
1: England what, should be all right.
0: Oh, oh, England's going to win the group, yeah. no question. Wales, well, you're will your be. second
1: best in that group, should be. Yeah,
0: should should be. be. Will you Uh, watch all their games are at 2 o'clock. They play Tuesday, Friday. That's Black Friday. And then the following, uh, sorry, Monday, Friday, then the following Tuesday. Quick
1: answer is yes, because we got to go.
0: Great. I'm glad you're going to watch. I'm going to watch too. I'm excited for the World Cup. I hope everybody else is as well.